Welcome to the Daily Preem by Veloci, where we answer questions about riding, racing, and training every day of the week. I'm your host, Aaron McNanny. Thanks for listening. The question of the day is, what do I need to race? So this answer could be very simple or very complicated, and I'm going to make it simple because I think there's a lot of people that are overcomplicating how difficult it is to get into racing. It's honestly really simple. You start out, you need a registration. So most registration these days takes place on bikereg.com, which is B-I-K-E-R-E-G.com. I'll leave that in the show notes. Uh, sometimes they'll do registrations on usacycling.com, uh, but it really depends on your region. And there's even some tertiary sites that you, that the race promoters may use, but you need to register. That's where you pay your money, essentially. As you're going through that process, they're going to prompt you usually for your USAC license. So that's the second thing you need is a current USA Cycling license. There's two ways to accomplish this. If you're brand new, maybe you just go with a one-day license. So these one-day licenses are 10 or $15 a piece. So the day of, you're going to pay that 10 or $15 in cash, and that's on top of your race registration. And that money is basically going towards USA Cycling's uh, sanctioning fees, all of their insurance that is going to be covering you and the event and the promoters, and to the entire, well, it used to be a federation, but to the entire organization for the promoting of cycling in the United States. The other way to go is to buy an annual license, which is the most cost-effective usually, and that's at least $70 a year. So it's January 1 to December 31st. So the best thing to do is to buy it first thing in the year. I have been a huge proponent of them changing this rule to make it a rotating 12 months for the past three or four years. And I know a lot of people want to do that. They have new leadership at USA Cycling. Hopefully they'll do that because by now I'm looking at the calendar. It's September 23rd. You would be disincentivized to buy a $70 race license knowing that it's going to expire on December 31st. Well, that's stupid because it's the beginning of cyclocross season and you may very well race, you know, four or five races easily, but if it's going to die at December 31st and you're going to have to purchase a new license on January 1, well, that's just stupid. So anyways, the best thing to do is to buy the annual license on January 1, and if you don't want to do that, just buy a day of license for 10 or 15 bucks. Next, you need your typical riding stuff. Most important is going to be your helmet. It's required to race with a helmet for obvious reasons. I shouldn't even have to say this. One thing I will say if you're new to racing, just wear your helmet around the entire event. Most events will have rules about that, that you're not even allowed to be on your bike without a helmet. It varies from community to community, but best practice to follow is wear your helmet all the time you're on a bike. A couple of other things, you need to have bar-ins. This is an interesting slash weird USA Cycling rule, but you have to have those little bar plugs in your handlebars. And if you don't and they see it, they will literally kick you out of the race. I've seen it done. Uh, I've actually been on site with Veloci Bike Works and had bar plugs with me. Thank goodness for two or three racers one day that showed up without bar end plugs and I was able to get those on their bikes so that they were able to race but that's something to pay attention to and you should just have bar ends bar end plugs anyways you also need to have a kit with sleeves on it triathlon kits are not allowed I don't know whether or not that merits an official USA cycling 
law or regulation, but I, I definitely agree with it. I mean, it's part of cycling culture is you should wear sleeves, but just know that it's part of the policy. You can't show up with a tri kit. You can't show up with a sleeveless shirt. You could wear a t-shirt theoretically, but you have to have sleeves. And alongside that, where I live right now, they're pretty lax on it. But uh, when I was racing down in Texas, I actually saw someone get called out for this. You're only supposed to be wearing a kit that is either neutral or part of a registered a, a club or team that is actively registered with USA Cycling. So theoretically, if you are racing with a kit that is from a team that didn't renew their license this year, so maybe the team is from a different state and you know they folded last year so they're not around this year, theoretically, a race official can either require you to change it or not let you start, or I've seen this happen, um, they'll make you turn your jersey inside out so that it's kind of like the white side out. Where I live right now, they're not really, they don't really care about that, but it's something to kind of pay attention to. That is actually in the USA Cycling uh, bylaws. You don't need clips. I think if you're brand new to cycling, and especially if it's like cyclocross or mountain biking, if you're afraid of clips and you see your friends racing and you want to get out there and race, go out there and race. You don't have to have clips. You don't have to feel comfortable clipping in and out, wear flats. Should you wear clips? Yeah, absolutely. They make you faster, but you don't need clips. And then finally, I thought of this just a few moments ago. You need a way to transport your bike. Now, this may sound stupid or simple, but some people, they keep their bikes in their garage and maybe they throw it in the back of their car or something like that. Well, when you're traveling an hour or two hours away, maybe you're bringing your family, maybe you're bringing your friends, that could be an oversight. Like, you need to have either a roof rack. You need to have some way to get your bike to the race. You're not just throwing it into the back seat for, you know, a five-minute drive to the state park. So that's just about it. If you have anything that you think should be added to this that I missed, you should let me know in the comments or on an email or something like that. I'd love to hear it. That's about it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's Daily Cream. If you have a question you'd like to have answered, DM me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.